The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I'll make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos there on the top. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can still watch that up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern. And then uh, you can go in and... It'll be live in that little area right there. And then on the right side is where we're streaming live. Just click on the play button, enlarge it on whatever device you've got. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see uh, a rumble icon. Click on that and join us in the chat if you're on the social media platform. And uh, we're also streaming live on Rumble, which is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Make sure when you search for it, you change it from videos to channels. 
And that way you'll pick it up you know, right at the top of the page. And then uh, we're also streaming live on beforeitsnews.com, also dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. And um, yeah, so while you're there, make sure that you sign up for our email newsletter, okay? You get one of these a day, and it gives you an update of all the articles that, that we put out at sonsoflibertymedia.com, Bradley, myself, and, and other contributors that we have. And uh, be sure to do that. And if you want our ministry email, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up right there off the front page. And that's once a week. Okay. So that lets you know what's going on in the ministry. Uh, you'll also get the special of the week. By the way, our store is available and that special comes up and I forgot to open it up. So let me do that right quick. Uh, this week we're highlighting Bradley's um, signature drum pad. It's a deadlock drum pad. And for those of you who don't know what that is. It is a metronome for a drummer. Okay. Some of you probably never knew they made such things, but even drummers have to keep time. Right. And so this helps you learn to keep your time. They're normally $60 this week, only 60% off 24 bucks, right? Uh, through Saturday at midnight, when you use the promo code 60 drums, and that's the number 60 and then drums, all one word that gets you 60% off of one of these drum pads. A couple of my kids have these, uh, and, some of them don't play drums, but they still beat on them and everything else with the with what they're doing. And a couple of them do play a little bit. So uh, if you're interested in that, again, 60 drums get you 60% off this week. Also, if you'd like to help us with what we do on the Internet and the radio and out among the people and bringing our Christian constitutional heritage back to remembrance, you know, God can't bless a land in a land of forgetfulness. That's what the writer of the psalm says. So we want to remind people of the God who not only worked back with Moses and David and Israel and the apostles, but he has worked in our history and he's still working today. And so this is part of our job of what we do. There's a one-time donation button at the top of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. Now, before I bring on our guests, i got a couple of things I just want to bring up. These are some highlights. Uh, from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, what the devil looks and acts like. Attorney General of Michigan Dana Nessel calls for a drag queen for every school. Are you talking about, I mean, how do you get so bent in your mind that you would say something like that? Anyway, Australia provides definitive proof COVID shots result in infections and death. Now, look, again, you know, people, oh, you guys are, Conspiracy theory. What, when were we talking about this? We were talking at least two months before the shots came out. Okay. And we were warning of the stuff just from the things that we knew at that time. Now we know far more. Now it's being, it's no longer a conspiracy theory. It's conspiracy reality. These people have worked together. Fascists in government, fascists in corporations have worked together. These are, look, by the way, we're going to be talking about veterans and what they're doing with our veterans with these shots. Our veterans fought against fascism. They fought against Marxism. They fought against communism. We're going to be having to fight it here. We are fighting it here in the United States. But somehow, if our vets say, nope, not going along with you fascists, the fascists want to uh, beat them down. I mean, yeah, yeah, don't get me started on that day. Resurfaced Rockefeller document using meetings to force agendas and language manipulation. This was our show yesterday with Lynn. Also, Texan sense Uvalde cover up after cops refused to turn over records and video footage. And that's true. They, they are involved in a cover up. 
I don't know exactly what's going on there, but they're involved in the cover-up. In a free society, all of this stuff should be open for the people to see. Because these people work for us. We don't work for them, so they don't get to tell us, no, 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 we can't show you. If you had an employee, right, and uh, that employee went and cut off your surveillance, or, or they took took a tape, but they don't even use tapes now. They take a hard drive out or something like that. You, you wouldn't say, um, you need to give me, the, you wouldn't say, it's okay that you keep it. I don't need to know what went on, even though you. St I'm assuming you stole things from me that that camera footage caught. Y you wouldn't do that, but that's what they're expecting you to believe, that they somehow know better than you do. Yeah. Latest from Johnny Cerucci, not scientific, how to debate a germ theory, blue pill, and when. And uh, Johnny's going to be with me for our first show tomorrow, Hunting the Hydra. And we're going to talk about how many of the Supreme Court um justices are beholden to a foreign power under a foreign king. You don't want to miss that. Uh, the rise and risk of central bank digital currencies. And also, uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Have they already tried to off Ghislaine Maxwell? And you'll see that they have. Uh, and then Jane Roe would have opposed Jane's revenge, just the latest by uh, Dr. Jerry Newcomb. I want to play three quick little videos and we're going to get to our guests. Okay. Now this guy, I don't know what he was doing on the set of whatever was going on here, but at least he took a stand. Okay. And uh, you could tell he was very uncomfortable here, but this guy is a, they have three old men that come in on these drag queen trannies. Uh, and <laughs> You just got, you got to, you really have to see this thing uh, for yourself. Here it is. He brought two seemingly different groups of people into our studio to see if they could unite in a one-of-a-kind dance challenge. What's up? Amber, Amber, how are you? Such a strong handshake. I was very turned off by it, but I wanted to use the wisdom of God to my approach, so I prayed about it. The Holy Spirit said, I want you to stand up and be strong. I'm not into touching, okay? I'm not into okay. put that out front. No touching, no touching. No touching, I won't touch you. Gorgeous. And then we start walking. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Three, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then maybe let's look at the gentleman. Gentlemen, you guys can acknowledge us. Ooh, who is this? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. I can't do this. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a man of God. I can't do this. I love those people. I pray for them. I would never do anything to hurt them or condemn them. But men are not supposed to dress like women. Amen. We're not going to go along, go along with that. It's time to stand up and be a man of God. Well, I, I agree with that. Uh, maybe a delivery of the gospel to call them to repentance would have been, you know, additional there uh, when you have that opportunity. Uh, to speak to them and call them to repentance. Uh, you don't want to leave them in that state. You don't want to just pray for them. You want to, I mean, how can people believe if they don't have a preacher is what Paul says. You, you've got to communicate the love of God for sinners and sending his son. But um, yeah, at least he, at least he walked out and told him, yeah, you're supposed to be dressing like, like, uh, like women. I mean, it's, and you see the perversion. I mean, anyway, uh, here's one. And if somebody, I, I really want to know what went on here. But this is allegedly out of Cleveland, Ohio, 3 a.m. in the morning. And my, my guess is there was some kind of a sewage fire that went on. Uh, there was some gases that caught fire. But it looks like molten lava coming out of the streets 
And um, yeah, check this out. This is absolutely crazy. This is in Cleveland, Ohio. But it looks like maybe a sewage fire that that took place three in the morning. It's I mean it's just crazy. What is going on? So for those of you listening, there's just fires, and it looks like I'm telling you, it looks like lava that's coming out of the ground there. And then here's our final one, and this leads into our segment with our guests. Uh, this is Dr. Naomi Wolf, and I want you to listen to her uh, talk about the press being wholly owned by people like Pfizer. Well, I think you need to stop looking for the media that you're describing to reflect reality because the bodies of others, one reason it's being suppressed is it shows that the New York Times and NPR and The Guardian and the BBC and uh, other trusted news outlets um, took money to tell these lies and they took millions and millions of dollars. Uh, and this is via the Columbia Journalism Review and via the CARES Act. Um, millions of dollars went from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to these news outlets for COVID education, which means they're going to promote the vaccines no matter what. And also a billion dollars went from the CARES Act to the news media to bribe them to um, follow the same script. You so paid for it, America. Stop. And I think of what you've got to recognize is that now the FDA, which is complicit in what is looking like mass murder, right? 1,200 adults died in three months, the FDA knew, um, and, and 3,700 women lost their babies um, in just the rollout of the mRNA vaccine, and Pfizer knew, and they went along with it. You've got to understand that these entities are not responsible to the American people anymore. They're wholly owned by entities like Pfizer, which is a global corporation with close ties, as I mentioned, to China, transferring the tech of this mRNA vaccine to China. And they, in turn, allied with the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization. Like these, these are, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's our new reality and we've got to get it. These are their overlords, you know, with tech bros aligned. They don't care about us. Um, and they're going to roll out their plans uh, no matter what, unless we stop them. And there is there is good news about that. But you've got to stop thinking about these news outlets as news outlets. Now, they're purely paid mouthpieces of, of pharma via these nefarious nonprofits and multinational transnational organizations. Yeah, they're not ours anymore. That's right. That's right. And and they haven't been for a long time, actually. They really haven't been for a long time. All right. So that's going to lead into what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I've got some guests returning second time here to the Sons of Liberty, and that's uh, Captain Ben. We got him from a, 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 around the, the across the earth. Let me put it that way. And uh, uh, Captain Ben Davis is coming to us uh, live from Arkansas. And then Catherine Arnett, Lance Corporal. Is that right? Do I got yes, that right? Lance Corporal Catherine Arnett coming with us um, at, live from Japan. So good morning, guys. Good to see you. Good morning. All right. So when we had we had you on individually, and Ben, you were in you were flying uh, these Predator drones. You you had you had been over um, several people in command of other aircraft. And uh, Catherine, you were in a situation to where they were forcing you to get the 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 convict shot, just like they were Ben, both of you stood up based on the principles that you believe are found in the Bible. And uh, they, they're not willing to budge on you at all. And you, you, both of you, I think had said there was a, there was a large group in each of the, 
I don't know. Do you call them platoons? Forgive me. I'm I'm not very military vocabulary person. Uh, but do you call them platoons? Units. 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 All right. So the people in your units, you you start off with a good chunk of people who are willing to stand against it until it comes time to the deadline. They say, well, we're going to court martial you, get rid of you, do this, that, and the other. And then that dwindles down to a really, really small number. And so we wanted to bring you back on because both of you have had some things transpire since the time we had you on. And I want to give you a chance to uh, to give that update. So, um, uh, Catherine, let's start with you. We'll let ladies go first. You want to give us an, an update of what's happened because you were given an order to get on a plane and leave and be, I think, flown back here to the States. But they were going to give you a test one of the COVID tests that we know don't work. They don't, de they don't detect anything really. And they have known carcinogens in them. And you rejected all of that. You've continued to do the duties that you had there in Japan. What's happened since then? So since May 7th, um, basically I was charged with the articles of 87 missing movement and article 92 failure to obey a lawful order, uh, which is to get the COVID test. Um, I had respectfully deferred the entire checkout process to include, um, you know, the flight home or to the separation site, if you will. Um, and I've been asking for help. I'd been asking for all the avenues that I can speak to commanders about, hey, um, you know, these things are linked. And I don't think that acquiescing to them is um, a matter of uh, good execution of uh, duties i would like to continue uh executing my marine corps duties here in iwakuni um no help whatsoever so after that i was charged and then i was charged again on may 14th uh for the same thing missing movement and the thing about not getting the um the nasal swab was the fact that i was ordered to go get the COVID test, um, which I went to medical and I was like, okay, can I get a COVID test? They're like, okay, here's the options. I'm like, okay, let me see. Um, respectfully, this has ethylene oxide on it. Um, I cannot consent to a test that has, has ethylene oxide on it. Um, are there any alternatives? So basically no alternatives available. Uh, I cannot comply to that. Um, I cannot, you know, consent to that. So that's where the charges came from. And as of yesterday, um, June 22nd, 2022, um, I have also been told that I might be charged with another Article 92 for um, continually showing up to work and executing my duties. Um, now, Catherine, let me let me ask a quick question, because I, I did read your rebuttal uh, to what they offered. And in that, you were talking about you took you took the shots they gave you when you first went in and no questions asked. But on this one, you had an issue. And it seems to me that you started to research about vaccines when you started seeing some problems with this particular mRNA shot, which is not a vaccine. It's, it's not that at all. So you you were you were basically ignorant of what had happened before with what you took into your body. And then when you found out what goes into these things, specifically aborted, aborted fetal cells, you said, oh my goodness, I'm, I don't want anything to do with any, any, any more of the ones that I had before or, or this thing either. Am I, am I getting that correct? Is that, what, is that what had happened to you? I think that's a fair thing to say. Okay. Uh, 
I became knowledgeable of the things that I, you know, put in my body. And um, I have a duty to voice that uh, once I do learn. Um, continue, continual, like, seeking self-improvement and just understanding um, what what's going into my body, uh, what I'm doing, you know. I think I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Okay. All right. And and because you found out it had the abortive fe- aborted fetal cells, that was one of the things that you hit on because you stand firmly against abortion, right? Right. Okay. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just I want to make sure that people understood there there was a time where you didn't know, just like many people, and you found out. Now you've you've portrayed fruits of repentance, if you will, and saying I'm not going to have any more of that. And I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much the update um on the articles um i've been charged with them uh the court martial will be going on august 3rd and august 4th um i've met with jag uh slash dso um in order to speak to my attorney and i'm getting assistance in that realm okay all right uh let's come back to you uh catherine ben ben is the reason ben's in his car i think he had to pick up internet somewhere but uh ben's with us and you know captain what what happened to you after we last talked because there were some things that transpired uh, with you also within what a month or a month and a half after we first talked what's gone on since then yes sir all right so the uh backstory uh, i was cut from active duty orders without any notice uh, they cited I was unfit for duty, and the reason I was unfit is that was because I failed to obey a lawful order. Uh, the, here's the interesting thing is I had already clearly demonstrated that this order violated multiple U.S. laws, so therefore it was unlawful. Um, I had printed out the stuff. I brought everything I could into the commander, showed him not everything I could, everything I could find in U.S. law. There was much more that didn't really apply fully, but I brought in a whole plethora of laws. Hey, this is an illegal order. Uh, he didn't care. He said, just follow orders anyway, uh, which is not what the oath was. The oath was to obey all lawful orders. Uh, so I was cut. They said I was unfit for duty. Uh, in a time when there's not enough pilots, they said, oh, we're just going to get rid of you. Uh, I still have my security clearance, but they pulled my badge and said it was uh, so I can no longer even access the area to do my job because uh, I don't have a security badge. Uh, so in the last five months, Lord has miraculously provided for all of our needs. Uh, for the first four months there, I logged, I had a calendar. I just kept track of what was going on. Uh, one day I'd have plans. I'd wake up and then God would bring someone into my life completely. Someone who I had no idea who they were. And uh, so I would just uh, spend that whole day helping them to uh, show them law, show them how it works. And uh, helping other people, other military members stand strong in the faith and stand strong against tyranny. Uh, so the uh, we uh, wound up becoming homeless because our lease was up and couldn't rent a new place because I didn't have you no know, paycheck stubs. Uh, how do you say, oh yeah, last time the rent was due, the Lord provided. Uh, so, uh, but through that, the Lord provided us an RV and RV hookups. So I've got my wife and five kids so living in a, a camper now. And the Lord has been so good to us. Um, at that point I said, okay, I must need to go out and get a job, right? I can't keep doing, spending 12 hours a day helping other people and uh, not providing for my own family, which the Lord told me when all this started, he said, do not take that and I will provide for you. It, it was almost audible. The Lord, that's what the Lord told me. Uh, so in not trusting God, I went out and got a job. I was, uh, you know, worked 
hard about 12, 14 hours a day. I was gone uh, building fences out in the heat and I loved it. But last Thursday, so this is one week ago today, the Lord told me I was being a Jonah. Uh, so let me, there are a lot of funny things that led up to that. Uh, but the, uh, he told me I was being a Jonah. I was running from what the Lord had told me he wanted me to do. Uh, so first Corinthians nine, seven came to mind. It was in the middle of me working, uh, out there sweating in the heat. First uh, Corinthians nine, seven, who serves as a soldier at his own expense. The Lord has literally provided for all my expenses as I've been serving him as a soldier in the Lord's army. And then Psalm 37, 25, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. Amen. And, and uh, I was like, wow, okay, Lord, you're going to provide for us. Uh, you're going to provide for my children. I just need to trust you. That day I came home uh, and Grant, we just moved to a, I say home, back to our camper. We just set up a new address and one of the first pieces of mail we got opened the mailbox. And this is that afternoon after the Lord told me this, there was a $500 check in the mailbox saying, hey, this is for your fight. I, I was just, what? <laughs> and then uh, right, at, right after that, I opened the word and I felt like I should jump over to Luke 11. Let me read Luke 11, 29 to you. Uh, Luke eleven twenty nine. And when the people were gathered thick together, he began to say, this is an evil generation. They seek a sign, but no sign shall be given it except the sign of Jonah, the prophet. <laughs> um, okay, Lord, you are really speaking to me. Mm. Uh, so we're, yeah, <laughs> I was just like, wow. Okay, so Lord, Lord's teaching me all this, all this stuff, saying, look, I'm going to provide for you. And then he physically did uh, this same day. That I said, okay, Lord, I repent, and I'm going to go and uh, and tell them, right? So if you remember the story, Jonah, uh, not the story, the account of Jonah. So he was told to go to the Ninevites, those wicked and evil people, and tell them about Christ, tell them the good news. And what Jonah do? He said, Lord, they don't even deserve it. They are so wicked. And he made his own way. He got on a boat going the other direction. The Lord sent a storm and a giant fish to swallow him up <laughs> and then spit him out where he was supposed to go. So I thank the Lord he didn't have to create a big storm. He just told me what he needed. And the Lord, uh, the Lord turned me around to go the right direction. Amen. Right. Okay. So the Lord called the, the Lord's called me to go to the Ninevites. Those wicked, wicked people who uh, say they are defending the Constitution, they have sworn oath to, but yet they trample on the rights of men and trample on the Constitution saying, well, it doesn't apply. You just have to obey. Those literal words, it doesn't apply in this case is, no, but the Constitution applies because we are a republic. Uh, if you listen to what Thomas Jefferson said, he said the republic is the only form of government which is not eternally at open or secret war with the rights of mankind. Okay, and then uh, William Penn, I just saw this quote last night. William Penn, those people who are not governed by God will be ruled by tyrants. That's right. And that's kind of what we're seeing right now is uh, when people decide that they are above God, then they don't feel like they have to be under the law either. They don't feel like they have to obey what is lawful. And they can make their own rules and go all cavalier with it, uh, which winds up being leadership by intimidation or oppression, which is also the definition of tyranny. Right. So this stuff all ties together. Uh, and I've got a couple more scriptures to share here. Sure. 
uh, so Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Okay, and then 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. Know ye not that the end, right? Okay, I'm at, let me flip to the scripture. I feel like I need to read a little bit over here. I'll turn on another light here. All right, 9 through 11. First uh, Corinthians 6, verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And here's the good news. This is the gospel here. As such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. Amen. So the Lord has literally used this. He's allowed me to share the gospel with members all the way through my chain of command, all the way up to the wing commander and documents that have sent all the way to National Guard Bureau and to active duty leadership. Um, they were addressed all the way up through Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. My command said, well, we're not going to forward that because it doesn't apply. Uh, but that was in official documents addressed using the chain of command to go up, say they're breaking the law. They don't care. And so I'm appealing to the next level of command. So and then I find this really, really interesting. Uh, that exact same right after I finished there about as such were some of you, meaning that the people who are reading this letter, there were people that were adulterers and fornicators That's right. and all these things, but the Lord redeemed them. Yes. They're now worshiping the Lord and serving the Lord. They now have hope and a future. Uh, the next verse, starting in verse 12, talks about the body being the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is my whole argument in the first place. And I should say not my argument, but the Lord's argument, because let me read verse 19 and 20, uh, still in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? And ye are of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Therefore, my body and my spirit belong to God. I worship the Lord. I, they are God's. I am even without authority to say, oh, I'm going to consent to this EUA product that I know would be harmful to my body because it's been tested to be harmful. It has, even with the PCR test that I refused as well, it has sodium azide and uh, you were saying ethylene oxide. Uh, also has DNA collectors, which my DNA belongs to God. That's right. Uh, and I got one more quote to read to you here. Uh, this is from uh, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, the preacher. He said, the person who is living entirely for himself, whose object is his own, is his own ease, comfort, honor, or wealth, what does he know about redemption by Christ? Nothing. Right. So he knows he nothing. Know? So, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So when we start living for our own honor, when the commander threatens, we're stripping you of your honor. Okay. <laughs> how do we live? On, how are we honorable? Right. Even if you don't have a dad, which praise God, I've got a wonderful dad. But even if you don't have an earthly dad, uh, it says honor your father and mother. How do you honor your father? By living an honorable life. And honor comes from the Lord. That's right. That's right. Ben, those are great words. Uh, I was thinking Jehovah Jireh. I mean, uh, Abraham had said that to his son, the Lord will provide. And uh, <clears throat> I, I many times roll that little scenario around in my head is how how can Isaac go up the mountain with his dad, 
realizing we ain't got a lamb and then he finds out dad's binding him and all this other stuff you kind of wonder what went on in his mind but yet the lord provided for them and uh, i i think he's done that with you and praise god for the testimony that you bear there and uh <clears throat> you know catherine you've got you've got you're facing a similar situation except it's probably i don't know it may be more severe than Ben's, at least, you know, you're, I think, Ben, you said you're still, you're out of active duty, but you're still in the guard or the reserve. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. And Catherine, you're, you're facing an actual court martial that they're, they're bringing up on you. And you've basically made the same arguments that Ben has, but, but these guys, what do you, what do you call them? They sound like they're, they're Nazis, like they're giving the exact, uh, answers that the Nazis game in, Nür in Nuremberg. We're just doing our job. You know, we're given a lawful order. I know you think it isn't, even though you've shown us the law, you've held it right in our face, but we're giving you a lawful order because we've made up the law in our own mind. We see things the way we see, and we determine right and wrong by ourselves. We've partaken of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, if you will. And uh, Catherine, is that, that is that's, that's what you're facing there over in Japan too, the same kind of we see the law, but we don't want to obey it. Uh, we'd rather call you out as the bad person, right? I would say that at this point, I think reasonable men are being made to do unreasonable things. Um, I have brought up time and time again to those above me that this is a unique situation. Um, I'm using the means of redress. I'm using the means of communication that I think are appropriate. Um, because there is no format for this. I'm having to scrounge, if you will, dig with what I've been given to work with through the UCMJ, through articles of redress, through means of communication, right? And unfortunately, I personally believe it's fallen on some deaf ears. Um, there have been um, sympathetic people, but they still do go along with the process. Um, but I was actually just thinking earlier that I, I believe that reasonable people are being made to do unreasonable things because do this, do that, do that, do this. And, you know, you have a E3 Lance Corporal saying, hey, this is wrong. You're not following the law. There are, are literally articles and um, other things that I can show you that, hey, you know, I have protection from what's going on. I have rights. I'm going to exercise my rights. And like Ben had said, um, they're being trampled. And I actually have a printout of an article from the Epoch Times about um, Pentagon trampling on freedoms, say that nearly 600 service members who refused the vaccine mandate. Um, I had read through it. Um, and it also reminds me of a podcast with a Matthew Lohmeyer, I believe. John Bowes, um, who, had, who were talking about, hey, you know, we're bringing all this stuff up. We're showing that none of this is right. Um, we have a duty and an obligation to um, say it how it is and demand that there are answers given. And if the answers can't be given, then um, at that point, I think it might be a national security kind of issue because you have people who can read, who can, you know, think for themselves. And if they're the ones being ushered out of the Marine Corps or of the Air Force and moved into the reserves and no longer the active duty, um, 
then it's kind of a sad state of affairs, I suppose. Yeah. But. Yeah. One of the things, Catherine, that you have in your rebuttal here that you're talking about um, is you point to a 1958 Supreme Court rule, or no, this isn't a Supreme Court ruling. This is out of the USMCA, uh, United States versus Wysong. I'm assuming I, I'm saying that right, W-Y-S-O-N-G, for those who want to look it up. Um, it stated, an order was held by the court to be unlawful, even though the military commander believed the order to be necessary to maintain the combat capability of his unit. And this is sort of what Ben was saying, too, is that in their minds, they think, no, this is lawful because... I'm in a position of authority. I, I don't know how many cops I've seen do this thing on video. Well, I gave you a, a lawful order and they had no reason to do it. The latest one I saw was some little girl on a bicycle. And <laughs> she's like, it's not a motor vehicle. I don't have to show you a, a driver's license and ID. And they arrested her, took her to jail, and then took her to the thing. And then lo and behold, prosecutors get up and go, can't prosecute this, man. There's no law against this. You, you, you did wrong here. And I think we're seeing the thing here with you guys and with other members of the military that this is happening, and it's unlawful, and yet we see a myriad of people back the guy up who are te who's telling you he's giving you a lawful order, and all of, and I don't know any way to say it, but they're lawless people throughout the military. The question I have is, we're told and you're told the mil the military is used to ensure freedom. Now, I'm not going to get into a large debate about what our founding fathers thought about a standing army. And that's not an attack on veterans. It's attack on government that's that's imposing that kind of thing. But they're told that they're fighting for liberty and freedom for the people that they love and their neighbors and, and their countrymen. And yet they're not given liberty. Do you guys feel like you've been given liberty in this matter at all? Like even just a little bit? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had a fortunate experience with my command letting me voice my concerns and request mast and speak to commanders. Um, there's kind of been, you know, a stalemate, a little bit of a, yeah, stalemate that I encounter each time that I bring up my, you know, issues in the request mast. Um, kind of like okay you can be in my office and you can say how you feel but at the end of the day you know this is the process this is what i've issued you and you know kind of like ben said um we fight with good graces uh we fight with the lord and the lord's given me patience and um what i think is professionalism because you know whenever i'm in the office i'm just like Good to go, sir. No, sir. You know, I show, I show all the things that I can, and if it falls on deaf ears, it falls on deaf ears, and it's recorded, and you know that's that's sufficient for me, and um, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we got something in the chat here. Lori's put up a John Doe number one versus Rumsfeld. Uh, this was two thousand three. A decision in the U.S. District Court of the District of Columbia. Anthrax being. EUA and couldn't be forced. Ben, I don't. You, were you in service then, in two thousand three? Uh, yes, I was. So, and I did wind up taking the anthrax for my twenty sixteen deployment. Okay. And there was a lot of 
I had blood work done before that uh, from naturopath where you get to do a live blood draw and then see your live blood on screen. Uh, I'll tell you my live, my blood before then and then after then were completely different. Uh, you know, the, uh, I wonder if it was that because it was EUA, they could do whatever they wanted with it. I wonder if that was the precursor to the COVID jab because the blood work I've seen, I've showed to several doctors and they're like, we have no idea what's going on with your blood. Up until after this COVID jab and people started showing uh, slides of what was going on with their blood. And I had one of those slides um, from the COVID jab. I literally laid it on the, my screen side by side with my current blood. I'm like, this is exactly the same. Still no one could explain what exactly it was, but I'm pretty sure I got the COVID jab. And this might be just out there, but my blood is exactly the same is what it was uh, before then. So, so wait a minute. So you're saying that whatever that was in the anthrax shot, do you believe that it's the same thing that's in the COVID? Is that, is that what you're drawing a kind of a corollary there by what I your observation? Some, yeah, I think there's some definite correlations. Okay. With anthrax, it says it is not an mRNA shot, but the, they say the way they know it works is, quote, it looks for an mRNA response to the shot. There's nothing that would change in mRNA with the standard vaccine unless there was some sort of DNA in it. Uh, yeah, and then that's, I mean, that's literally me. You, I have a $2,000 lab grade microscope uh, that I analyzed my blood. Um, and I literally took a picture that was exactly the same as a screenshot of an eight year old kid that was having disabilities with his legs. After I took that anthrax shot, I randomly would lose all sensation from the waist down. One time I was landing a T6, completely lost all sensation from in my right leg. I had to hit the right rudder. So I had to take my left leg, flip it over the other side of the cockpit and hit the other rudder to do the crosswind landing to come in and land. Uh, anyway, so that's that's just speculation based on what I can see from my own blood now versus being able to see it before. Uh, but I can send you a picture. I got literally this eight-year-old kid took the COVID shot, can't move his legs now. And it's mirror exact mirror of my uh, my blood work. Yeah, if you can send that, that'd be great. I, the, the people, this is, this is kind of a bombshell here because I've not heard anything like that before. Um, so that's very that's really really interesting. Now, from what I'm what I'm understanding is maybe you've come to some kind of uh, you've had a journey similar to Catherine's in the fact that okay, you've taken these these vaccines these shots before, and now you're not going to take them. Um, is, has that come through, uh, for lack of a better term, being enlightened investigation to what's in these things and what they do, or was it a result of that anthrax shot? Uh, so I started, my kids started having reactions when I had my first child, um, doctor was like, oh, it's no big deal. And, uh, we had all kinds of issues, uh, following vaccinations for my first child. And that's when I really started doing some research and I started finding out. A lot of these things are made with aborted fetal cells. A lot of these things do definitely do not align with the word of God. Um, and so I, the more research I did, the more I realized, wow, this is really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but originally I, I was taking everything because what 17-year-old joined the military is knows anything about what's in the stuff he's being injected with. Yeah. Uh, I was raised up. The government, no, they want nothing to, they want nothing but your best, right? That's why they have all these agencies. And so I believe that, oh, it must be for my good. Surely there's a reason for this. Uh, and the more I dig into it, if we just go back to the origin of vaccinations itself, right? 
during George Washington, he was wildly opposed to vaccination. Um, and that was because they came from these orphans and these slaves uh, in order to make and their concoctions and do them. All of your current vaccines are being used, uh, even these COVID shots, they were tested on uh, third world countries. Uh, you got look at Fauci and Bill Gates are both convicted criminals by international courts for using their vaccine products to do research and uh, for the harm that they've done. That's right. But yet, U.S. is harboring criminals. Yeah, well, we've been we've been harboring the the Nazis out of Operation Paperclip. I mean, and I think yeah. a lot of this advancement of this medicine, which we call sorcery, um, is nothing more than the product of what was brought over by the Nazis and used in the in the health system i want to call it the death system now because i want to stay as far away as best i can i want to stay as far away from a hospital as i can and i realize there's use for for certain trauma issues i understand that but this stuff where they try to promote health is just i mean it, it really is a lie and i I'm, i thank god uh, that he brought us uh, kate on saturdays to point that out that they're really not involved in making people well they're involved in masking symptoms, making money, and uh, killing you along the way because either one, many of the people are ignorant of how it actually works, or two, they're deliberate in the things like what Fauci and Bill Gates has done. I, I did an article um, where they were Gates was testing a particular vaccine on a lot of African girls, and the vaccine was killing more of the girls than the alleged disease that they had, which most of these things can be cleared up by simply going back to the creator's medicine, which is our food, uh, and eating properly, a, a proper diet. Um, those kinds of things get us back to where we need to be, but we would rather take a pill or a shot or something like that and continuing to indulge ourselves in things that are bad for us. Uh, Catherine, you said you wanted to update something, I think. I don't know if you got to do that in the first part there, but I want to give you an opportunity to update something that uh, we had talked about in our in our first interview. And uh, so I want to give you an opportunity to do that if there was some kind of misunderstanding or something like that, if, if you want to do that. Oh, uh, yes, I think I covered that um, at the beginning um, that I've, I've met with uh, my representative, my lawyer, and um, he, he's representing um, my interests in this because, um, you know, the defense and the prosecutors obviously do talk about court dates and everything. Um, but, yeah, no, no I, I covered that in the, the beginning. Okay. All right. Now, let me ask you something in, in your position here, because one of your one of the people who's representing you, uh, you were talking about a con maybe a conflict of interest, whether it be holding to, you know, the court martial to the military versus, you know, representing you. And that person said, nope, I'm, I'm really on your side and this that, and the other. What are they telling you? What what are they seeing as the outcomes of this? Do they think that there's going to be a prevailing of the military or do they think that you're going to win because your arguments are you guys are basic. I, I don't know how to put this a nice way. You're, you guys are basically being Nazis. OK, and and it's unlawful what you're doing. Do they think that you're that this is going to win or do they think that they're going to they're going to humiliate you as as ben said try to quote unquote strip your honor and i love what ben had to say your honor comes from the lord by honoring him but what what do they say um i wouldn't be able to comment too much about that um as of right now 
um, talking to my defense, I do um, discuss with him outcomes. I do discuss with him, you know, everything that can ensue. Um, I think I'm being properly informed and I have made a decision to carry on um, going with the court martial um, because, you know, there's been things that have, um, I wouldn't call them like deals or anything. Um, I don't know what the legal term is for it, but there have been like proposals for me to follow the orders and, um, you know, separate from the Marine Corps. And I'm like, I cannot acquiesce to these terms because I personally find that separating from the Marine Corps before my date that I, you know, originally signed up for would be like a dereliction of duty. So can we please explore the avenues that would keep me in the service um, and still performing my duties? Um, so I don't, you know, desert post or whatever. And you had um, concern. You had concern about those who were who would be. I guess you would be over or given some kind of authority over. You had some concerns about where they would be and how you you're not performing the duty would affect them, right? Um. You have you to refresh me. Oh, I think I? I think you said something in one of in one of the letters here that you oh. your unit um, some things with your unit, and so you wanted to make sure that they were taken care of and that if you went and left that there was nobody there that was in that position to do it. Right. Yeah. I've been, I've been fulfilling a uh, financial accountant clerk job for two years. Um, and there's people who like come and go out of the positions that I kind of work with and train. Um, I've asked for, again, proper, um, you know, methods of, you know, being relieved of duty, um, you know, transferring, um, you know, separating and everything. Everything is happening under the umbrella that I would be discharged with a general characteristic because of a misconduct or serious offense, right? As stated on my discharge papers or my separation papers. And I'm like, again, these are things and terms I cannot consent to because it's not lawful and I don't find it um, conducive to, you know, proper functions or, you know, things going on. And yes, I do want to be able to take care of the Marines who are under me and who are over me and train people properly. Unfortunately, I haven't really been given that option anymore because as of yesterday, again, I have been transferred squadrons and, um, I think it's kind of like a sweeping under the rug kind of thing. It's like my former squadron doesn't want to deal with me, so they're just going to pawn me off to a new squadron, and that's kind of what's going on as well. Okay. All right. We got about uh, three and a half minutes here, and what I want to do is I want to give each of you a final word if you want to give to the audience. And then uh, do you guys have a way that if people who are hearing this uh, would like to support you financially, if they, if they want to do that, and I know we have several people that will be praying for you, but if people want to do that, can you guys send me that information? I can put it in the archive. Um, we have lots of people who love to bless people uh, financially. And so if there's a way that they can do that, we'll have that in the archive. So, But what I want to do is give each of you about a minute apiece. And uh, Catherine, will let you go first again. Uh, if you've got a word of exhortation to the people of what they need to know and, and something they can do about you know the situations like yours and Ben's. Um. 
Please continue to be polite. Please continue to be professional in all your dealings with all your higher-ups. Um, I, would, I would say that's number one um, because we are bringing the truth to the table. We are telling them, hey, this is wrong. You know, help me, right? Uh, help me navigate this. And, you know, ultimately, if the help is given or the help is not, we have brought the truth to them. And um, hopefully the truth will manifest into coming to the Lord and coming to Christ. Amen. Amen. Ben? Yeah, I just want to share, don't ever turn away from what the Lord has told you to do. Uh, That has been the word the Lord's been speaking to me lately. I have another scripture, uh, Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We are to walk in his good works. That is whatever he has called us to do. It may not be what we want to do, but we do what we have to do uh, because we serve the Christ. And there is no joy to be found unless we are living for Christ, for him. Amen. Uh, Also, one more thought. I have not asked for a single dime since all this started. And yet the Lord has provided miraculously for all of our needs. even when I was like, oh, Lord, I'm homeless now. What am I supposed to do? The Lord provided an RV and, and uh, a piece of property that had hookups uh, by his good gracious. He just opened his treasuries to provide for us. Uh, so I just want to encourage people to keep fighting the good fight of the faith. Fight for what's right and what is true. And um, there's nothing else we can do. The Lord will provide. This is all in his hands. Amen. Amen. And Ben, you probably have some stories about opportunities given with your own family, not just helping everybody else, but even helping your own family because of, I guess, some of the detachments of those things. And so praise God, he's, he has met the need, but I want to put it out there for people who may be moved to help you. And they're, they're thinking it right now, but they don't have a means to do it. And so that's, that's why I want to ask if you guys have, you know, some means where people can, can provide for you because you guys are really doing your duty. These guys who are going along with it are not doing their duty. They may be some decent people and this, that, and the other, but they're not doing their duty. And many of them are ignorant of things. I get that. Um, you guys have even said it. I've had ignorance of, of the vaccines and things of that nature, me and my wife. Uh, but but we've come to understand it many years ago about what it was and I want nothing to do with it. We, we applaud both of you for your stand, and I hope you'll keep us abreast as to what's going on. Uh, if you'll hang on, I'll say goodbye to you off the air. Guys, uh, Bradley will be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And in the morning, first show with Johnny Cerucci. Uh, that's going to be a regular Friday thing, uh, Hunting the Hydra. And we're going to talk about those Supreme Court justices who are beholden to a foreign entity and a foreign king. You don't want to miss this one. This one's going to be big. Talk to you then. See you.